When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kayork City. And I'm Jared Freed. And we are hosting this week without Chris, but he will be back next week. But we have a, a pretty exciting episode. We started with the two-on-one, so... It's about time. We two on one and crossing the Atlantic and going to the romantic city of Havar that we all dreamt about going to <laughs> our whole lives. Yeah. I, I, I when mean, he the build up to Havar when he was like, and we're gonna like he couldn't have done it better when he was like, and we're gonna cross the Atlantic, that romantic city. Can you just see? In their, you could just see Italy in their eyes, France in their eyes, and you could see Greece. What will be <laughs> Santorini? And it's like Havar, and you could just see them like, what the fuck? It just, I wouldn't know what Havar was. I, I mean, like, it looks nice. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my my how dumb I am would be shown right away. Like if they were just like like Havar, I'd be like. Okay, I'd be on Google Maps. They just show me on Google Maps right away. Like I, 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 I hate on. Like I, we we make fun of everyone on the show, but I have to admit, like I wouldn't know Croatia. I'd be like, do I bring a snow coat? Like, a, do I bring my yeah. winter jacket? Yeah, I wouldn't know at all. And like, and the girls were trying. It was kind of like their reactions to when. He's like, okay, we're going to Cleveland, or we're doing this, or we're doing yeah. that, and they all have like the same like. Okay, cool. Like. I'm down, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is, you know, in their defense, we're flying somewhere is just cool. Having someone else pay for your flight just generally is the most exciting thing in the entire world if you oh, don't do it a lot. Like, the, right? The first time that, like, someone was like, we're like, okay, you've had that experience. Someone going, I'll fly you out. Like, yeah. You know how exciting. It doesn't matter where you're going. I'll fly you to New Jersey. Oh, my God. Really? So I do. On my way. Have, uh, <laughs> can't wait. What, what what dump will we be going to? <laughs> you know, like I because I've had that happen when I'm like, you know, listen, I, I travel around for stand up and it's like getting on a plane to, you know, to, to wherever to like, you know, to Des Moines is exciting you're it's a new adventure so i but it is funny to watch them on tv like okay you're going to and it's like none of them even ask like like i would be such a pain in the ass i'd be like is it delta comfort um do we get to use our points (laughs) (laughs) it's also kind of like the same reactions to when they're 
you know, talking about the the types of the hotels that they're staying and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to be here at the Marriott Inn and Suites and the whole yeah. like name. <laughs> you see like a divorced dad. They're like at an extended stay. They're like, oh, my God, it has a full kitchen. And none of that is sad at all. You know, like it's it, yeah, I because even like a European hotel room is not generally no. like you. It, it's not an exciting experience. And it's not that lavish, but unless you're staying, you know, in the the creme de la creme. But I mean, we'll get yeah. to all this. I, I, we, we start. You, you mentioned. Should we get into it? Uh, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's start let's the it. episode. All right. So first, we have the two on one we've all been waiting for. Later, they finally take the contestants to a place other than Middle America and Canada. And finally, Mara makes her move to get Sarah out of the house. So, what did you name this episode? I call it Let the Hatin' for Clayton Begin. Hey. (laughs) Because I, you know, I was thinking of like naming it for Shanae, but Shanae became like to me that to me, the real the real competition for actual get the guy started last night. Yeah. When she left. Mm-hmm. When Shanae left, you know, clown time is over. The clown show has has ended. Now let's, you know, like like let, it, it's like you know the, the you know the music gets serious. We're now in the the final third of the film, and as you know, we saw with Mara. Is it Mara? Or I Mara. I keep calling I've her Mara. I've been calling her Mara, but he, but Clayton says Mara, but other people have been saying Mara. I'm actually very unsure. For purposes of this show, we're going with Mara, and we apologize okay. if it is wrong. And we but will change I, it later, but that's... We will change it later, but I, it is easier. It just flows off the tongue for both of us easier. I will say, like, Mara's... You know, this is the difference between I went on a show and I feel embarrassed that I went on a show and missed out on love. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's that teetering yeah. point between this is a real thing versus, oh, I just went and fucked around in Canada for a second. You know what I mean? Now these girls have like actual feelings for him. I mean, we had what two girls tell him that they were falling in love with him. Like it really it's we're up in the stakes now. Things are getting serious. And I think and I think with this two on one with Shanae, which we'll get into more, but her leaving kind of, you know, set all that up. Well, they her leaving and then they all kind of look at each other. You know, it's like, hey, we're all best friends. And then the one we all hate, like hate is a really good connector. You know, like it's a good hating bonding the moment. same person is a really good bonding moment. And sh- and it's also a good distraction. Yeah. It is something to talk about. You can always bring it back to Shanae. And we kind of saw the inkling of like Mara last episode of The Roast having a thing about age. They kind of, they kind of, uh, you know, they kind of like teased it a little bit. But yeah. You know, you know, Mara's issues with anyone else were hidden because everyone could go, Sinead's a bitch, right? You know, like everyone know. could have that conversation. Now they have to pick the girl or the the people that they're hating on again, which, you know, towards the end, Sarah is getting the hate now. It's like we got to pin it on somebody who's the next to go. Well, and and totally. And this is where The Bachelor beats The Bachelorette, like the idea of like what do people compete with? Like, you know. 
I, yeah. I, you know, a lot of women compete with their relationship status. You see it right away with Mara, just like, well, the age thing matters so much to her. And it's like, that's not, you know, I, I, you know, the, the age thing rarely comes up on the bachelorette, but, I, I, yeah. but we'll get into all this. I, but that's why I was like, it, it felt like this was like the real start to the real show as opposed to. The fun, the clown, you know, the shrimp and all that sh- stuff. Yeah, what we can actually call? like start like really memorizing these girls' names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd like to have now we'd like to know if it's Mara or Mara, please. Yeah. You know? Before we'd be like, whatever, she's probably going home next episode. But now it's yeah. like, okay, well, she's still here. Let's uh figure out <laughs> who she actually is. Can we get a name check? Yeah. Okay, so we're on the two on one and well, hold this on. Is... what was your name? I'm sorry. I, I, I Oh right, right, right. Um I said liars and criers and cougars. Oh my. <laughs> the amount See, of I love that. <laughs> yeah. I like yours. I lie I it just it has a great ring. It is it is what this episode was. It's yeah. like we're figuring this shit out. A, as a cougar, but they but they've referred to her as one and it's like just hold on. She's 32. Mara is way younger than me. We wouldn't we we would have I would have been a senior. <laughs> she would have been a freshman, maybe in high school. And um, and it, Mara does that to herself, though. Yeah, it, it, it's it, this is this is the thing about age. And this has happened. And I'm saying this from as a guy who is not I'm just observing. Every woman in my life has made themselves the grandma at every age since like since senior year of high school. Where are the old ones in the school? Then you go to college yeah. and then the senior year of college, all the, the women you're friends with, they're like, ah, where are the nanas? And you're like, no, we're no. 22. <laughs> you know? like, and, no. <laughs> so and I understand that's societal. Like, I understand that's like not. Yeah. You know, the the fault I understand where it comes from, but it is like no nobody is saying, look at that. Look, it, no one is watching Mara on this show and going, Can't believe this old woman got on the show. Like no one is thinking that. I know, not even once. Like I've never thought <laughs> she looked I mean, she looks older, but but it's only uh, just because of how she looks, she's, it's not because she's older. <laughs> she's hot as shit. It's it has yeah. not if she had said nothing, it would be nothing. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like, well, Sarah, the young one versus Mara, the old one. I would never think that ever. Yeah. I And, but I, and what she's saying isn't like wrong, but it's like, you know, she's saying that like, whether you're ready or not, that's a big thing. But like, I don't know. She's made it into such a thing, mm-hmm. but let's go to the, so the two on one. What? So the two on one, which is, Honestly, really weird. So they go back to Niagara Falls and they're mm. essentially just it's the three of them sitting on this extra small bench. It's like a <laughs> love seat, but in a, as a bench yeah. form in the middle of like a, a park. And they may, you know, Genevieve makes this awkward toast and it just feels like he's moving each girl to a, another random bench in the park to talk. And then yeah. that was the whole date. It was weird. It was bizarre. And, and like it just looked like a mismatch like Genevieve just looked like she shouldn't like Genevieve versus Shanae was David versus Goliath of sorts. It just, it looked like two people that were 
for the, we're down for two different types of experiences on this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, Genevieve looked like she was like legit trembling, like wanting to leave, and like I, I, it, it was weird. And they, you're right, they didn't. None of the dates were like dates. Like I mean, this no, date specifically was, no was just no. They could have been at any park in any country. Like it wasn't Niagara Falls. Yeah, it felt really weird. It's like they didn't try at all with the, these, especially like I forgot that Teddy even had a one on one because it was just them walking around. Like that's how like random it felt. Yeah. And and I I I got to say, you you we have the Genevieve makes an awkward toast. What my issue with Genevieve, I, I'm not a Genevieve fan. I wasn't like walking away from this being like, ah, oh, her and Clayton. Like yeah, I had no. no thought of it. But I, I don't understand Genevieve's tactic was to hint, hint at please make the right decision. And it's like, can, when are we done with hint, hint? Like, go at her. Like, I, I never understood. Just say it. Cheyenne, Cheyenne, uh, Shanae will. So, like, say yeah. it. And then Shanae had this, like, whole plan to cry. What did you think of her crying performance? That... <laughs> When she okay, when she started crying to Clayton or whatever, I was like, I don't really understand why she she's just talking about how like you know he he asks her like why do all the girls hate you in the house essentially and <laughs> for she, the fifth time and, she's asking yeah and I don't know I just he just will believe anything and at first second I thought she maybe was feeling upset about it but then you know that you cut it to her in the moment interview again and she's like woo bright on the tears. And that is like, yeah. that does she not think about the fact that people are like watching this back? Is is this, yeah. is this, I'm so confused. It's like a disservice to anyone that cries to their boyfriend. You know, like if like yeah. you're watching this and like the idea that like she's laughing afterwards. I, I actually, I love the drama on the show. I love a character like Shanae, but they also have a shelf life. Like, Shanae was past her expiration in that moment for me. Like, I was just like, okay, dude, if you, we got to get rid of this. It's not even fun to make fun of. Like, she's now, I'm a little bit, you know, I, I in the same way you're kind of saying, I felt kind of sad for her. Yeah, I, I was yeah, over you know, it. Like, yeah, and it's like, at this point, you know, also remembering she's like the small town person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there is desperation in it. It's not like she's crying and then going and like laughing about it and then going back to New York City where she works at her big finance gig. No, you know, she's like going this back is to Sycamore, Ohio. Sycamore, Ohio. To to what? Be the biggest star in Sycamore and do appearances at the local bar when they do, you know, when they do a shot special. I I I don't know what her next thing is. I'm sure she thinks her next thing is LA. I'm sure she thinks that she her she's gonna go on Paradise. I mean, I wouldn't even want her on Paradise because it's so cartoonish. Like, I need it's some much. reality to my reality TV. Yeah, it's too much, and it's too like I just can't get over the the fact that people are seeing her do this, and she is doing these interviews, knowing that people are watching her saying. Oh, yeah, I didn't actually cry and like making this huge deal of the fact that she's like clowning this guy into thinking that she's some type of way. Like, I wouldn't want to be friends with that. No. And 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 you put it 
perfectly. Like she's clowning this guy, and then it's like, for what? What's the end game? To like be in a loveless marriage? To get? And then it's like she, if she had just said, "I'm here for fucking followers," that actually would make me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she even she goes, she's tricking this guy because she's like, "I want to win." It, you know, her goals are actually kind of angering. You know, her goals are like, I have to beat other women is what it yeah. comes off as. And it doesn't come off as I want to be famous. It comes off as I am competitive with other women on relationships. And when I win the guy, I think I'm better than other women. It, it, that's how it feels. Yeah. And do you do you see any um, chemistry between Shanae and Clayton uh, or Genevieve and Clayton? Because I do not. None, I don't think none. either of those girls have chemistry with him. No, Shanae and his chemistry were just purely sexual. Uh, it didn't even, by this point, it was like, I don't even, all they talk about is that everyone hates her. Yeah. Then he gives the rose to Genevieve and she seems even surprised. And they do that whole actress thing. That was the other thing. Shanae calling Genevieve an actress. It's like, you just told us you fake cried. Like, right. what are we talking about here? Right. Like, what, so are, who's what are we the doing? Actress? That also yeah. was making me crazy. Like when he said to Jenny, he was like, are you an actress? I'm like, oh my God. I thought he and was, I just thought he was going to keep Shanae. Well, that's what I thought too, because I'm like, don't you want, and cause then I got mad at Genevieve. I'm like, just say, what are you talking about? Am I an actress? Like Genevieve was like, well, I didn't expect this. And it's like, just say, I'm, I, here's my job. This is what I do. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. I, I, then, well, then he goes away. He gives the rose to Genevieve and they have this kiss that looked like it was like two middle schoolers at the, you know, at the winter formal. Like it, it was, yeah. it had no chemistry. It was yeah. just legit. Like they're barely even hugging and you're like, okay, fine. Genevieve quote unquote wins, but she will be gone very soon. Next episode or something. I mean, yeah, there's no, yeah. So she, like you said, she might as well have just said it because what yes. he he's going to keep her anyways. So just say it. Yeah. Is it, say what? What do you just like just go back, like lash back out or like call yeah, her yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Defend yourself. Yeah, call her Step up because it, it, what do you have to lose? Well, that's why you get frustrated with Genevieve because you're like, you're the voice of the audience right now. Say to her face, you stink. Everyone hates you. That's yeah. all I have to say. But I, I know she's trying to be classy, so to speak. And it, it, that's why it becomes an unfair fight because Sinead cares nothing about class. No. And how she looks on TV. <laughs> Literally doesn't care. <laughs> the girls celebrating in the house is really oh, just. Shit. The girls <laughs> celebrating was. I mean, if I was Sinead watching this back, <laughs> imagine I mean, how you would feel. <laughs> hey, she left. Oh, she left and then flash cut to Gabby with two bottles of champagne. To Chugging the face. them both. How, how many bottles of champagne are just sitting around in this house? Like, is that just like a stockful hotel fridge everywhere they go with champagne? It must be, must be something like that because... Or were they like, did they bring in champagne? They're like, hey, Sinead has gone and then wheel in a cart full of champagne. Like, how did that whole thing go? I have no idea. That was it was really funny watching them. And then but when I saw that celebration, I was like, this will not be the last time we see Shanae. In my mind, I'm like, really? This is, well, it felt it felt like. 
it felt too good to be true. Them celebrating <laughs> and being like, we got the herpes out yeah. of the house. We did this. We did that. And it felt like, man, something's got to ha- like something's going to happen. You know, that feeling where everything's going great. But then it's like, eh, it's a little too yeah. great. It's the moment in like the movie Blow. Like where like they're just like, oh, we and everything was a OK. And you're like, there's still an hour left in this movie. You yeah, know? no, like, no. <laughs> but I, I had the, I had a similar thought, but it was my the difference was I was like, yeah, she's gone, but you're still in a competition. Yeah, you're still competing for a guy. So like, yeah, we'll get done with the champagne. The hangover will set in. And then it's like, oh, shit. Um do I like this guy or not? Like the distraction yeah. is gone, you know, at that point. Mm-hmm. The, the, the hangover has fully set in. You're right. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash Bachelor. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. It is amazing. I've been wearing it for years now. It fits me so well, and I'm not kidding you. When they say it doesn't roll down, it does not roll down, and it hugs you in all the right places. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, so the cocktail party. Yes. Rachel and Clayton, they just spend this whole episode making out and like talking about their feelings they're into each other and it's it's seemingly they have kind of the whole connection going and Clayton does a weird thing that was a weird conversation when he asked how she feels about him yeah because it felt like he was he was almost panicking about it being like, I just want to like know where where you are in this because you know w- w- when we get to the end, like I just want to. Uh, and he kept like stuttering through it and couldn't word like voice his um his thought fully. The the I totally agree. And what was the kind of the the different thing they're doing this season? And I don't I don't know if it's a, a decision they made or it's because it's Clayton is showing the decision having to be the, the other side of the competition. Clayton has to like, you know, some of these people don't, you don't connect. You don't connect with all 30 contestants. No, that's just the reality. So I thought it was interesting that he's like checking in with Rachel to be like, is this real? Like, Oh we're yeah. Hope- it it kind of felt like he was like, is this real or TV? I kind of have to know because 
Like, it, I, I actually think that was a time where I go, Clayton, as dumb as he seems, he is really trying to figure out what's he going is trying on. To date, <laughs> he is trying to date the winner of this show. Yeah. I, I, I do, do, I do think, agree with that. I believe that. I believe that, too. I do think he is trying to find somebody. And uh, that's true. You don't really see the the lead asking these like panicky type questions like. So, like, we're in this right, you know, checking in. Well, it's always it's always the contestants and not the lead. Yeah. And there's a there's a scene later that we're going to get to that kind of enforces this for me um, because it's just it seems like Clayton is like really trying to fit is it's and I, I'm I hope I don't sound like I'm like letting him off the hook because I do think he no. thinks with his penis I do think he's like we, we I mean mentioned that's obvious got, too yeah I mean he's got cummy fog brain but it, it it's <laughs> almost more re- it's almost more real how he acts on this show to me because the whole thing was the reaction to Susie setting up that you clock know that tower. date the clock tower you were like, he reacted in a way where he's like, oh, you like me? Like a little boy. Yes. Yeah. That was that was my, I was thinking about putting that as my cringiest moment, but I was like, I don't know if anybody else noticed that, but I'm so glad you noticed that. Yeah. Because oh my was, God, it was it, bizarre. Bizarre. But if you put it with Rachel's moment where he's like, hey, hometowns, you know, he kind of mum- bumbles through this, like hometowns is coming up. I just want to be sure. I got to be Are sure. Are we talking about that already? Right. And it's like, we are way far away. And I think he's really, I think he's already down to where he wants, like he knows where this is going and he knows who he vibes with and he doesn't. And I think like when you had it with Susie, I think him and Susie haven't spoken much to this point. They've only had a few dates, but he's like, I really think if she's into me, like, oh man, that's someone I could get excited about. Like, I think that was what he was showing in that moment. Now, do you think you would know at this point who you know at least your top three are going to be or who you think uh you would be dating that's where my defense of Clayton comes in where I'd be like I would be like in a similar spot where I'd be going oh Clay you know I would be like oh these three are the ones I'm really like concentrating on but then if you're concentrating on three people now you're dating three people at once Cause he's setting like w- when we see all the drama in the previews for future episodes, yes. I'm like, oh, he's setting this shit up. He's fucking with them right now because he's telling Rachel, "You're going to hometowns." Susie, he reacts like he won the Super Bowl because she likes him. Sarah, he's making mm-hmm. a lot of promises too. So like he's making promises. He's almost getting ahead of himself. Yeah, he's definitely getting ahead of himself, and I think that's because I also think I would be doing. I would do the same thing. I think I would know exactly who I would want, at, le- at least for the most part. Um, right. And would put all of my eggs in those. That's my toxic trait is like, I find the guy I like and it's like, okay, well, you guys can be around and I love like an extra burner boy here and there, but sure. I know which one I'm going to choose. And then I would put all my eggs in that basket, not or like those two and then get hurt in the end well, or hurt anybody, everybody else. Well, it's, it's, it's very interesting because I, I think what we're seeing is this is kind of a theme where Clayton's made decisions and the women kind of don't know. 
Yeah, the women definitely don't aren't realizing this. Yeah. So Mara finally gets her time with Clayton and yeah, it makes decides sense. to make poutine, <laughs> which is such you know a that, choice. You know that aphrodisiac of French fries and gravy and, and cheese gravy. curds? I mean, like, I was like, okay, this is what you, because she was like, I love to cook for the people that I love. And I was like, and this is what you chose to cook. I mean, all I thought was like, I would be one bite into the poutine. I'd be like, okay, I got to go use the bathroom. Got to go take Um, a nap. Like I just, yeah, take a nap. I had 3000 calories. (laughs) I need to. (laughs) When he, when she fed it to him and then he was like chewing on it. I was like, oh, I, I, I like, I was like, oh, I gotta go. I, I, this is just, I, this is too much. It wasn't sexy. It was, and I get, you know, the they're in Canada. You gotta have poutine. You know, I get it. Please get them to a bar already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, but then she's upset because she only gets those like approximately like three minutes with him. He's one bite in, and then she gets interrupted by Serene. Right. And girl, I'm sorry that you chose your one-on-one time or like your quick one-on-one time eating poutine like you should have done something there could have been anything else yeah i i mara feels like she needs to win the guy to make this not embarrassing is oh yeah it's, her it's not it's not it's like not a, oh i love him thing it's a i need to win because now i'm too far in and have to get through it yeah and and she keeps referencing i've i've worked too hard i've done too much and it's like all kind of like bad reasons. Like, like I've been cute. I've been everything he says he wants. Remember, she gives that whole speech about like, I've been everything he says he wants. It's like, that is like. Except yourself. The mo- yeah, that's the most, that's like the worst way to date is like, I've fashioned myself to be the perfect woman for everything he says. Why isn't he into me? It's like, yeah, because it's just not the match. You're going to be disappointed if you, you know, she's playing the if he likes me, I like him game. And then yeah. when he doesn't like her, she gets really uh, disappointed in her, like in herself. She's even later in the episode, she goes, I feel like a peasant. It's like, no, you're, you're a hot woman. Like it's just not happening. And you just, because he doesn't, he doesn't like you doesn't mean that there's uh, not other people that will like you for who you are. That is yeah. my, like, that is one thing that I, I, I really try to lean into when I'm dating is this is who I am. And I better like put it out there now, because if I don't and I kind of fashion myself towards for them and then later, you know, it kind of starts slipping out and you get comfortable in the relationship. And then like the real me starts popping out and then he realizes he doesn't like me. It's like then it's like, oh, he actually didn't like me from the beginning because it's not who I actually was. Yeah, it it, it is. It is. It's interesting how relevant Mara is to like dating. Like what you're saying is right. Like she like she is like a you up podcast emailer sometimes. Like oh the way, yeah, ba- like her perspective on what she, and and listen, I've been I understand what she's doing. I've been in that situation where you're like, I just got to get the person. I got to get the got to get the relationship. I I mm-hmm. you know, and then and then you forget that like, oh, do I even like this person? Like she even seems like. Mara seems like it's either win the bachelor or I am a failure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's one or the other for her. 
Yeah, the two extreme. Like she's not even having fun at this point. Like she even gets very passive aggressive. You know, she goes. She has one. She, there was one part. So that, I mean, we, I don't want to get ahead of us. Be uh, Marlena and Hunter go home. Um, Marlena better be on Paradise. She's fucking I mean, fantastic. It has to be. Has, it has to, to be. be. Hunter, no one even like looks up from the hug with Marlena. Have never <laughs> seen Hunter before in my life. And I know I've said this every time, but I truly do not know who that was. She leaves. She's like, bye, everybody. They're like, okay, see ya. And as they're all like <laughs> having a moment with Marlena, I, you could see like, oh, yeah, see ya. Well, there well, was one I'll other girl Instagram. that left. There was one other girl that left too that I feel like I had never seen before. Another like blonde girl. That was. That was Hunter. Who, oh, that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was legit Hunter. Weak. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, you're right. I had to pull up the cast. I was like, there was another, there was another blonde girl that left that I uh, didn't. Yeah, Hunter. Damn, it sure was. It sure yeah, was. Yeah, was the other blonde girl that left on the date, and then I'm Hunter weak. twice. Yeah. yeah, I hope I hope Marlena's in paradise. She was yeah. so much fun. So much fun. I want her. Yeah, I, I'm just total fan. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. And then we're going to Havar. We discussed 
All right, Bavar yeah. excitement. And, you know, they walk around, they get some... So they they basically get together for drinks. They all get daiquiris in the most American way possible. Clayton looks like an American, like literally like a mascot for American I tourists saw your in Havar. Of this, and I was dying because it is <laughs> so true. He's like the biggest dude walking around yeah. this, uh, you know, stone town, just like. <laughs> America. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't have like American flag, like board shorts while he's walking uh, yeah. through the town. I thought he was going to have like a Coca-Cola McDonald's, um, you know, like t-shirt on. Like it just was. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him lumbering around. And then he basically goes up to these women. They're all having daiquiris and, 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 and abroad. They all get these bright red drinks. And he's like, he's like, I'm taking Teddy on the one-on-one. And, and just like you said before, Teddy's one on one was just let's walk around Havar. Is that? I mean, yeah, they like they got some lavender. They ate ice cream and Teddy. I, uh, this is like ringing in my ear. She was like, I love eating ice cream in the rain. That is the most chaotic I, shit I have ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Ice cream. And I is love eating thing? ice cream in the rain. Huh? <laughs> no. And, and Clayton's like, yeah, me too. Like, like. Also, this is our second ice cream date with Clayton. I, I don't know if he's like an ice cream guy or whatever, but this is a the second one. And he said he worked at the ice cream shop. Yeah, I don't know that. And then we finally get to the dinner with mm. the with the two of them. And first of all, I was I started watching the show with subtitles and just because I wanted to see a visual of the amount of times the girl said like. Yes. And. There were full paragraphs of Teddy's, you know, whatever she's saying. And like would be in every single line, like every two words. <laughs> it was jarring yeah. and now I can't hear it. Not, I can't unhear it. <laughs> she went on and on in this segment a little bit, but it starts with, I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. She tells him. And I think I was trying to think, did she wait too long to tell him or do we think this is the correct time? I think this is the correct time. Maybe to me, it's to me, it's the correct time. Um, we I got think, to know uh, each other. I think it'd be too early if she would have said it before, maybe. And then if they would have gotten down to the final three, maybe too late. I think that's true. I, I think, I mean, listen, people can do whatever they want to do. I think yeah. you tell someone when you're comfortable to tell someone true. it felt like it, I, it felt like the right time based on their interactions. I did think Clayton, that's going to be a deal breaker for Clayton. I definitely way, think it's going to be a deal breaker. The way he reacted was hilarious and at times bumbling. I mean, like he gets at it. Clayton has, has mastered the no reaction face. He basically just turns into like a blank sheet of paper every time yeah. someone says something to him that is like important to them and then he gets into this like it was almost like litigious law like it was almost like he was in contract land because she was like I'm not waiting till marriage but I want to wait till I fall in love and then he's like so have you been in love yet? Do you yeah, know what love he, is? When will you know that? Do, you, know, you, can, you can just hear him be like I need to know exactly what this whole virginity thing means because it is not the game. That yeah, I've been he's playing. basically asking, "Am I taking your virginity or not?" Like this, yeah. I need to know if it's going to be me because when he asked, like you just said, 
So have you been in love before? He's based, he's trying to ask her, are you a virgin still without saying, are you like, tell me if you're a virgin without saying. <laughs> yeah. It was like, she just said she was a virgin. Then he goes, so have you been in love? It's like, dude, it's been said. No, it's, it's going it, to be you. <laughs> it's going to be you or it's going to be someone else. Um, yeah. And it's like, I, I, it was, it was an interesting watch because Clayton does seem to make all his decisions with his penis, like by his side. And you yeah. could see just like next to him on his shoulder, his penis being like, nah, gone. Send her home. It's over. Like you can yeah. see that. I don't, and, I don't know if I would care if the guy was like, if I were Clayton and a guy told me, you know, um, I'm a virgin, but I'm not waiting for marriage. I'm just waiting to fall in love. I don't think I would care. I'd be like, cool, sick. Like, cool. If we fall in love. Oh, I would. I would care. You would care. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is I'm I'm sorry to say, but uh, it was because to me. Not just the, I, I would have to be so fucking taken aback by someone because you the idea that Clayton is going to, you know, at the end of this show, you you hypothetically get engaged and yeah. then the world goes they and then everyone who watches this show watches your Instagram until you go down that aisle. I mean, look at everyone that after the show, the pressure that they get under where it's oh, like, yeah, look at, look at Michelle and Nate right now. You know, like Michelle and Nate, I watch every story. I see them at the Super Bowl. I watch the Instagram posts. We're all sitting here being like, we're cheering for them. When you have people cheering for you in a relationship, that's a lot of pressure. Now I have the pressure and, of- um, What's her name? Riley and Marissa. Literally watching Riley, them like hawks. Yep. And then we're like, and then all they do is talk about, oh, they haven't posted together in a while. Or Tasha and, and Zach and- Everybody's mm -hmm. dissecting your relationship and every little thing that you do. So if you're not posting together all the time, people are assuming you're broken up. There's a lot. So add into that. Um, there, you know, the virginity was, 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 you know, they, they swiped the V card in the fantasy suite. Right. Like, like I, I wouldn't be up for that game. That wouldn't be something I would be down for. Yeah, it would definitely. It would, you'd be outing your own business without having to try. It just happens. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I. It would be too much, too much of a mountain to climb emotionally and climb yeah, and back then down. You, and then you break up, and then you take your virginity, yeah. and it's a whole thing. And I think, you know, I don't know if you've had sex before, but like, <laughs> when I my first time, <laughs> my when I had, I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. I've never, yeah. But yeah, when yeah. I had sex for the first time with my first boyfriend, like. Mm -hmm. That makes it heightens the emotions. So, you know, totally. losing your virginity to somebody there would be even more emotion. And you were on TV talking yeah. about how this is important to you. It So what happens is, and I don't, we don't have to like belabor the point, but at the same time, she's saying it's important to me. Clayton now has to ask himself, how important is that to me? Mm -hmm. And I, in based on my assumptions of Clayton and what we see from him, to me, it doesn't seem that important to him as far as a, a sexual experience. And as we see in previews, it doesn't seem that that is a huge part of his decision making process. No. So we go to the group date. Which is and so they announce weird. the group date. 
And well, they announce the group date. We find out Sarah is going to get a, one, a second one-on-one. That's mm-hmm. really what sets Mara off. Mara, Mara's basically off. very frustrated, knowing that she's never had a one-on-one and Sarah's getting her second. But have all the other girls gotten one-on-ones? No. Not everyone, but, I mean, this became about Mara. That's true, yeah. Very quickly. Because she made it about, because again, going back to what we talked about in the beginning, like, it's a competition for her. You know, Clayton is definitely a, a competition is a, is for a, her. It, it, Clayton is a trophy. And not getting Clayton is embarrassing. She's That is how she has fashioned this whole thing. So, Someone getting, uh, you know, the youngest person getting a second one-on-one goes into that kind of, like, storyline that she's creating. Spiral mode. She's spiraling Mm. fully. Mm. And then they go on this weird night date. (laughs) This Croatian night date. Man, they either go too far or or just not enough. You're either walking around town or you're eating pig's brains. There's no, like... (laughs) In There's between. no in between. Yeah, at all. I would have lost that competition so fucking quick. I, I wouldn't have done it. No. I would have smelled it and been like, no, nah, I'm out. Sorry. Gonna be no. a no. Gonna be a no from me, dog. Yeah, I'm out. There's no fucking way I would have done that. I mean, I I gag when I walk into bathrooms, like public bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, there's no it's... way I'm eating fish eyes. Even the thought, like even if I bring a tequila shot up to my mouth, even if I can't even I I even if I don't smell it, I know what's in there. And I immediately start like my stomach starts going like, you know, the like the dry, the immediately. Yeah. And this I mean, seeing the fish head eyes that they're squeezing into their. Oh, my God. Like that's the other thing. They don't even let them eat it in a normal way. They're like, yeah, just pick up the fish head and squeeze it, the juice into your Pop mouth. And the eyes like, out. Yeah, that's not how people eat. Like, give it to me in a way. Like, it's like when someone's like, ew, snails, escargot. I'm like, no, but snails are like prepared in butter and garlic. And it comes yeah. in like a nice presentation. And you get a little fork. Like, I can get around it. They don't even let them get around it. They're like, that's a fish eye. Yeah, have fun. There's some brain. There's no yeah. way I would have done. I would have literally been like, well, this is the if this is the deal breaker for you. Then this is the deal <laughs> also, breaker for you. Also, what do you win? Like Serene seemed to just get to walk up a hill and make out after her with fish breath. Like it didn't look like she really got a lot out of like Mara made a big deal about how she wrote a poem. And she presented the poem and it was fine and nice. And she was all mad that she didn't win the night of the day or whatever it was. And you're like, well, what did you miss out on? I, I yeah, don't really. Nothing. They didn't get anything. Nothing. You didn't. There's no rose. No, like, you're going to go rose, on the date later stayed, that night. There at least be something. But there wasn't. It was just it was just let me have one make out with Clay. Nah, that is not no, worth that's it. That's not worth the fish eyes. No. Oh, my God, it's pouring in L.A. right now. Oh, no. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? Breaking news here on the (laughs) Bachelor podcast. (laughs) It's pouring. So so we go to the cocktail party. Rachel tells Clayton she's falling in love with him. Basically, Rachel, at this point, it's Rachel and Clayton to me. I think it is. In my head, I'm like, Rachel is the one he... I was like, he is, especially... 
how he was talking to her at the beginning and, you know, asking her all these questions like talking about hometowns like we talked about yeah. earlier. He he is mentally picked Rachel. It feels like that. And, and they do have a connection. You can feel it. You could see it. I mean, they're talking about the hometowns and then she ends up getting the rose and Mara does the passive aggressive eye roll. Yeah. I mean, what does she expect? I don't know. I I think that's, again, this goes, and then, you know, she goes into, you know, the whole age thing. Mara tells him, Hey, there's people that are saying that they're like, not, you know, that they're not ready for marriage. And then Clayton's like, I've, I've figured out that she's talking about Sarah. It's like, well, who else would she fucking be talking about? Yeah, right. And then, and then, and then Sue, he gets him, and then he goes home back to the room. He gets a, me- a, a letter. A message from Susie. And then he finds out it's Susie. He reacts as if, like, oh my God, you like me? And yeah. Which also, Susie, to me, it felt like this was my assumption. Yeah. Clayton had said, I think I got something with Susie. And a producer was like, because Susie doesn't seem like the type to like make her own one-on-one date. Yeah, she doesn't. And 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 I know we've it talked about this before that when if you try to talk to somebody out outside of the normal legal bounds of um, time, mm-hmm. it always fails. It's always a, you know, trying to pull somebody aside and talk to them um, during times that you're not supposed to be talking to them. It's always a failure. Somebody you get sent home. You sort of ruin it for yourself. That's like the number one rule. But Susie does this and it works like a charm. He's literally fist pumping. He's literally going like he's just scored a touchdown. And when Susie did that, you watch them and you're like, he's so pumped about it. And she's saying, I'm falling for you. And he's like, he and he's like, oh, thank goodness. It felt like someone it to me. It was like middle schoolers who told their mutual friend, hey, I'm really into this person. And the person was like, I'm into them, too. And then there was a letter sent and they get this date, you know, and they're like finding out that like, oh, we're on the same page somewhat. Mm-hmm. And then we go from Susie's created one on one day to. Sarah's end of her one-on-one day because we didn't get the beginning of hers. We just get them at dinner. Yeah, that was okay. Right. I think that's what I was, that was throwing me. It's, it was confusing because then we get to their, they're on the dinner and Clayton questions her like, Hey, I, there are people saying that there are people here that are not ready to get engaged right, right, and right. I'm ready. And she goes into cry fest, you I know, 1999. Mean, wow. The amount of tears. Like even after even after he says like, um, you know what? It's okay. I believe you. I trust you. She's like hyperventilating in his arms. She she kind of proved Mara right a little bit, like that she's not mature enough, ready for a relationship. Because the way she cried, it was like toddler esque. It was like I am going to really cry it out. Like it was yeah. like. You know, and it was like, yeah, and then she she does like an interview afterwards and she's like, they better watch out. It's like, watch out for what? I, you I, just you know. sobbed like Mara one. She's like, yeah, well, now I'm, I'm still here. So it like backfired on them. Did it? Because we just watched you have a full blown breakdown <laughs> over this. I feel like yeah. they won. It did not backfire. Yeah. Yeah. It was like this false 
confidence thing that she was like pull, trying to pull off. And then Clayton, um, you know, after it being like, you know, I feel better about this. I do. I do believe her and blah, blah. blah. So it's like, OK, now that I've made her cry, I got I, I feel way better now. Yeah, like I, yeah. now now that she's <laughs> cried, I know she's serious about her feelings. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it, it was a but I do think. I mean, he's keeping her around. She got a rose at the end, like second one-on-one date. Like she's coming back to the house and or the apart the the hotel, and they're gonna have to like, like Mara to me is gone next episode. Has to be, it like right? it's just like just like Shanae, she had to be gone this episode. If mm-hmm. Shanae was still here, it would have been stupid. Like I would have been annoyed if Shanae was still here. Yeah, we're gonna get one more thing of Mara talking about how. She's the oldest woman alive. She's the, you know, the Titanic woman throwing literally, her, you know, <laughs> it's been 84 years. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card with 24 seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Let's go to the categories. All right. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather go home on a one-on-one date or be sent home on a two-on-one date? So basically, would you rather be like have to fight for it with somebody else or just know that he's not you're not the one he likes? See, I would rather go home on the one-on-one date because it wouldn't be this like squid game thing. You go home yeah. on a one-on-one date, it's like, hey, you and I, not the match. We tried. Like, there's an element of convincing mm-hmm. yourself that, like, well, if Shanae wasn't there, then I would have been great on the two-on-one. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really get... Oh, uh, yeah. There's there's something to blame it on in the two-on-one when you go, oh, it was producers trying to screw with me. And it's like, no, you two no. aren't the match. You know, so I the one-on-one would at least give you answers. I agree. I agree. You know? Yeah, I'd rather do I'd rather do the one on one date. And like maybe if you were feeling like it was happening or it wasn't a match, you could send yourself home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not me being toxic and be like, you know what? If I felt like he was sending me home, I would break up with him first. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a, that is the other thing. It becomes about something else completely in the two on one. Yeah, it does. So I had oldest in the final eight or youngest in the final eight. What would you rather be? I'd rather be um, the old. Oof. I would rather be the ye- eek. <laughs> eek. I guess. I guess youngest in the final eight because mm. you've made it pretty far. Mm-hmm. And say you're what, 24, 23. Yeah. And it, even if you make it till the end and you've uh, spent all this time on one person, you at least, this is silly and I'm not really com- saying 32 <laughs> is old again, but you at least have more time after. It's like, okay, whatever. I could still do Bachelor in Paradise. I could be out of yeah. I could be the Bachelorette. And even if all of those fail too, I'm only 26 at the end. Sure. I, I I guess. Yeah, you can. There's more. Fu- there's more fucking around to do. Exactly. Like, it, it, like if I like to me, if I went on the show and I'm 36 now, if I went on today, I would be like, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. But what it's my doing? last time in life that I can ever do something as stupid and ridiculous as this. Yeah. When you do it at a certain age earlier, you go. Yeah, I got nothing to do. My job sucks. Fuck it. And then you're like, and then you get back and you go, I'll start a podcast. Why not? You know, like, I yeah. mean, it's, I, I think, you know, about it's that a different too. thing when, cause people ask me, they're like, when are you going to do the show? And I'm like, never girl, I'm 33. It's, like if I do the show, the sh- my contract isn't up until so-and-so. And then like, I can't be dating anybody. Yeah. Like we're done. <laughs> I was I was watching who did I see there's a guy I follow like now I on Instagram I follow some of these like former contestants that were like at the time they like went home on like episode five like an episode like this they went home like on yeah. this part of the season and now I follow them like that guy David Ravitz they they oh we yeah both like like I'm watching his wedding and honeymoon on Instagram and I'm like Oh, you're like way away from this show. Like, oh, he's you are not even out of it. Done. He's like he's doing he real the estate, guy. and I'm like, yeah, and I'm still following. You know, he was the chicken guy, and I'm like still following. I'm like, and and there's an element of like, it it, it is interesting, like how time kind of goes on with these people. Like, mm-hmm. it's it 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 is a little bit like Hunger Games. Like, if you're a former bachelor, like. Like in Hunger Games, you know, when they go to like the main city. Oh, yeah. And like the former Hunger Games people are all like these like celebs in the city. You know what I mean? Correct. So it's like you now, like I watch Andy Dorfman with her new boyfriend. I go, to me, she's a celebrity type. Like she's in, she's on red carpet still. When I look Mm -hmm. at David Ravitz, he's. On his honeymoon doing normal people shit. Normal human things. Like you wouldn't know that he was on the show at all anymore. So exactly. So it's like if you go on later in life, it's it's like you're pushing back a lot of this like normal people shit unless you become Nick Vial. And that's not really. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. But (laughs) except for Nick. 
Except for Nick. Nobody loves Nick more than Nick. Every post that he makes about his girlfriend is like, I can't believe like they say good things come to those who wait. And like it's like, still like yeah. commenting on I mean, the fact this guy, that he's fucking 40 and it took him forever to find somebody. It's like, no, because you're a dick. He he was a producer on his own season and he's still producing on his own reality show that is Instagram. Yeah. He's still okay. writing tales. Yeah. Um, cringiest moment. I said, uh, I, I said Sarah sobbing at the end and acting like she has full control of the whole situation. Mm. But I still think it's, I think it is Clayton's reaction to Susie saying that she's falling in love with him. It was so weird. It was so weird. I agree with both of those. I had Mara's obsession with her age. Like, the uh, Mara acting like we can't tell that she is self-conscious about her age was the cringy part. Like I listen, I'm self-conscious about a lot of things, but I'm not sitting there being like, you know, Oh, I'll Pointing keep my t-shirt on in seconds. the pool. You know? Yeah. Like I like, Oh, I like wearing my t-shirt in the pool. It's a sun reaction. No, I'm embarrassed. Cause I don't want to be my, I don't want to be with my shirt off on TV. That would be, you know what I mean? It would be like yeah. the equivalent is what she's doing. Yeah. It's, 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 it's too much. <laughs> All right. What do you have in your find in the final three? Uh, Rachel, Susie, Sarah. I, I, I got the, I, I think it's, I think to me, it's becoming more and more apparent. Yeah. I have Rachel, Susie. I put Teddy, but I really don't think it's Teddy. I, I think, I think you're right. It's uh, probably Sarah. There's no, I, his reaction. His when reaction. He tried to get her to like, mm -hmm. yeah, to, to the virginity. And then his questioning of it, <laughs> it was just all kind of bizarre. I mean, Weird. not bizarre. I understood what he was doing, but I was like, Dude, just just smile and nod and you'll give her the rose and in two weeks she'll be gone. You know, like yeah. let her go. Yeah, because he can't because then at that point he couldn't have sent her home tonight. No. Because that would be a dick <laughs> hey, move. Well, I mean, some people it would be appreciated. I'm sure I'm sure some people would watch on TV if he if she was like, I'm a virgin, he was like, I gotta say, this isn't something that I'm willing to like do. I would respect him more, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he, he ain't doing that. He's not doing that. <laughs> no. All right. For paradise, I have Genevieve, Mara and Marlena. Yeah, I got Marlena, Genevieve and Shanae. I, I think Shanae will have a short lived paradise moment just because she's a cartoon and that show is made for a cartoon to show up and do a, a small arc. But I don't think it will be a long yeah. time. She's not going to she's not going to meet anybody. She's going to be there. Show up just like Queen Victoria, just yeah. like a Demi. They're not meeting anyone. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to be the case. I thought she was going to be, if she went up. This episode proved to me she was like going to be more Victoria. You were right that Victoria was the role she's going to play. Okay, so uh, do you have a minute? K's, no, Kay's weekend. How was the Super Bowl? You went. Oh my God, I was there. It was yeah. really, really amazing, regardless of the outcome. <laughs> How did your dad but, take the loss? He was honestly, my dad was honestly just happy to be there. That's great. <laughs> he was so excited. So we're both born and raised in Cincinnati. My dad still lives in Cincinnati with like my mom. And uh, they, when I told him that we were going, his reaction was so, I don't think he actually believed it at first until he, um, got his flight information and I sent him the tickets and this and that. And what an amazing thing. Class. 
I, I mean, I that's know. the coolest in the entire world. Yeah, it was it was really, really amazing. And he was so excited. He had his outfit picked out all three days. He was wearing Bengal stuff. I took him Got to him. <laughs> I took him to my favorite bar, the waterfront in Venice. Uh, OK, and he wore his Bengal tiger shirt and was the star of the show. Love it. Love it. Well, wow, that's your it was crazy walk. They're like, you walk in, they're like, hey. Oh, yeah. And so and it, it was funny because walking around L.A., I saw your tweet. It was uh, mm. you said something about like, you know, Rams fans are like, yeah, it'd be cool if we won the Super Bowl. Like, when's the game? Yeah. And Bengals fans are like, I would die. Like something about my soul if, if, being set. If the it was like, if the Bengals win, my grandfather's soul will finally be freed. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how the stakes were. And so walking around L.A. Um, that week leading up, I mean, all you saw was orange and black. I mean, yeah, you did not see any Rams jerseys. You didn't see any. Ra- it was only Bengals mm-hmm. only everywhere. And so it was it was really weird to see. Um, you'd finally start seeing Rams fans at the game, but it it really, truly felt like they didn't care. Well, it, you know, and I'm sure there's Rams fans out there. And I'll say this as a sports fan myself. It is um, when you the Super Bowl, you could tell from the, the pictures and videos from the Super Bowl. If it was a Cincinnati fan, they looked like they were at a football game. If it was a Rams fan, they looked like they were at a cool event. You know, like, so like the, like you said, like your dad wearing the shirt, like, like the, the Cincinnati fans look like they were in shirts and sweatshirts that they've been wearing to every game all season. Oh, the Rams Mm -hmm. fans look like they were like, well, I'll wear my bedazzled Rams brand new hat. Like it just had a different vibe. It felt like I was watching Instagram stories from two different places almost. Yes. And like, and you see all the girls there. There were a lot of bachelor people there, but they were in like jeans and a cute top. Sure. And like not, yeah. even, not even colors, not even the Rams colors, but just like <laughs> they were going like out to brunch afterwards. Yeah. And um, and I was in like my Joe Burrow sweatshirt and my Super Bowl Bengals hat. Like For sure. <laughs> definitely different types of people. But man, it was such a cool experience. And my dad loved it. And he was uh, the halftime show was beyond they set up for those halftime shows in seconds yeah 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 i mean that's the it's a a full-on production for a 16 17 minute show right like it's uh i mean barely there was like probably 10 minutes in but you see them waiting in the wings Mm. because you know the time and you see all the sets like waiting in the wings and the second the halftime starts everything everybody clears out everything comes i mean it's the craziest thing i've ever seen that's one of those things about like a Super Bowl event. You realize like there are so many different jobs. Like there's jobs. like not just the players on the field, the coaches, the referees, the production people, the 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 camera people. Like it is a full on economy. It's it's a it, yeah. it's a cool thing. And you do feel like I've been to a Super Bowl before. You do feel like you're at the center of the universe. Yes, it really it feels like that you are. And and seeing all the coverage online and um, being like, I was there, I was watching, I was in the stands for that. It was such a surreal experience. And my dad truly was on cloud nine the whole time. And apparently now that he's, he went home yesterday, but my mom texted me and she was like, your dad will not shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. He had his fanny pack on. He was ready. (laughs) 
What Bachelor contestants did you see at the Super Bowl? Were any? Um, did you rub elbows? I did not. I did not see any. Like, speak to anybody. But I think I saw Natasha was there. Mm. Hannah Ann announced she's that she is da- dating. That was the craziest the part. Running back. And he's like, uh, I think he's a backup running back. I'm not sure if he played a lot, but he. Hannah Ann from Peter's season is dating yeah. one of the players on the the Rams. And it was it was really I'm a Hannah Ann fan. Um, she her and her mom like messaged me during their season. Like they watched the live scream that I do. Yeah. So like I, I've always I'll always be a fan of hers. It was funny to see. She posted like a TikTok, and every comment was like, he didn't even fucking play. And it's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, was, he has a Super Bowl ring. You don't. You know, like, fuck it off. It also felt like clout chasey for her. Interesting. Question mark. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Like, a little bit. You're like, why today's the day? Yeah. I didn't know that, that she had a boyfriend. announcing your boyfriend? Do you think if they would have won, she would have announced that she was dating a Rams, a Rams player? <laughs> well, like, if the Bengals won, will we find out? Well, it is funny because it's like, it's funny to me because it kind of goes to like, did she think it would have been rude of her not to post like to her boyfriend? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, like, like having to do the Valentine's Day post for your girlfriend or else you're in trouble. What are you trying to hide me? Like, did she feel that from the other end where she was like, I'm here at the game because I'm dating this guy. And if I don't post, it looks like I don't care. I don't know. I, 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 but they did like that joint, that joint post where it's like Hannah and with. Oh, they did post some. So post some both of their profiles. Well, at that point, maybe it's a cloud chase for him. Uh, Or that. Oh, honestly, probably. I mean, he's the backup. He's the guy who didn't play. I didn't know who he was until I legit Googled him. He didn't play. I Googled him legitimately Googled him and I was like, wow. oh, he went to Maryland. He was ready. I, like, I had no idea who he was. So maybe that was for him. Maybe. Maybe. Well, we're happy you had fun. Everyone is, I'm happy. It you was went. really cool. I'm happy you went with your dad. What a cool, amazing experience. That's like a, that's a lifetime memory. That's Literally, amazing. Literally, once in a lifetime. All right. Well, who, who accept this rose? Who, who do you got? Um, Rachel's getting my rose because um, she is Clayton fully pussy whipped. I mean, he is, yeah. he is obsessed with her. He does seem obsessed with her. I had Susie yeah. just because of his reaction. It felt like he had a realization that she was someone in the game. And that's like yeah. an interesting thing that he's like, I know Rachel's into me. I got an answer for her. I'm not sure if Susie likes me, but now I have my answer. And I think now, now he's know. pursuing both, uh, you know, at this point. All right. Well, we will be back next week to see uh, who else goes home soon. It's they're going to make one of those big cuts. You know, there's always an episode. So. They send like five people home and I'm thinking we're getting down, getting down to that wire. So um, if you are not following us yet, you can follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor and you can follow us on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, The Bachelor Breakdown at Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. You can follow me at KUX City. And I'm at Jared Freed. All right. Until then, we will see you later. Bye. 
The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Chris Burns. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and at BachelorPod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.